0: Good morning, Rabotai, Chag Chanukah Sameach, Chodesh Tov. We should be zochet to all the berachot and amen, the uh, he'arot and the lights of this special time. Today we have a bit of a tidal wave, Baruch Hashem, we should be zochet to have this every day. We have uh, a triple-header breakfast that is sponsored in loving memory, and shalom, shalom Yaakov Ben Tzvi. Alava Shalom, sponsored by his son Marvin Jacob. Spon- breakfast is also sponsored and the class sponsored by Joseph Safra in honor of his wife Sarah Michelle Bat Rachel. and breakfast is also sponsored by our uh, ever-present Rosh Chodesh sponsor Yaakov Shirazi on the occasion of Rosh Chodesh Tevet and kol for success in everything. Okay. Amen. Rabutai, the name Hanukkah, the name Hanukkah itself, where does it come from? So most people are familiar with the idea of Chanuk, Cafe that they rested on the 25th 25th day of the month, that after fighting all the battles that they had, by the time that they rested, that thus began the time when they were able to celebrate this holiday. But actually it's a very interesting concept. Why? Um, Because unlike Purim, unlike other holidays, the holiday itself, if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says in Shabbat, that after they they won the war, they cleaned the Beit Hamikdash. They brought all the oil. They did everything they needed to do, right? And then the Gemara says two interesting words: "Lishana <laughs> Acheret." A year went by. Another year passed by, and "Lishana Acheret Kevaun." <laughs> they decided to institute the laws of of Hanukkah. Now, this is a very important uh, uh, phrase here: "Lishana <laughs> Acheret." What is it coming to tell us? That they celebrated those days the next year. It sounds like that the first Hanukkah, they didn't celebrate Hanukkah. Now you might say, that's obvious, isn't it? The first Hanukkah was the time when the candles were burning for eight days. So they couldn't celebrate the miracle while the miracle was happening, obviously, right? So when the Gemara says, Leshana acharet, it's Acharet, contempt- it's completely pointless, it would sound. Because effectively, the very following year would have been the first year that they could have celebrated it. You don't say l'shana Acheret by Purim, l'shana Acheret by Pesach, l'shana Acheret by any other commemorative holiday. So why is it that we're saying l'shana Acheret? It sounds like that even the next year they didn't do it. It doesn't say l'shana haba. it says l'shana Acheret. Another year, another year came by and then they decided they were gonna celebrate this great miracle. And the question is, number one, why, what, what is this waiting about? I think that the answer is very powerful. You know, we're familiar in Jewish uh, custom and in Jewish philosophy to have this concept that when terrible things happen, when bad things happen, we say to ourselves, you know what? Gam tova. Have you guys had that before in your life? Something terrible happens and you think to yourself, you know what? It's meant to be. This too is for the best something better is going to come out of this. And that's true, no question. However, rarely do we think the opposite way around. That when something good happens, that you should think, you know what? Gamzulera'ah. Even though this seems like such a wonderful thing, you know what? Maybe it's really for the worst. Right? I mean, no one has ever really said that to you. It's my son's favorite joke about two Jewish guys. Right? A Jewish optimist and a Jewish pessimist. And the joke goes, what's the difference between a Jewish optimist and a Jewish pessimist? A Jewish pessimist says, things they can't get any voice. And a Jewish optimist says, of course they can, right? So on one level, you know, there's, there's no question, right, that things could always be worse. But no one ever says when something good happens that, you know, maybe it's going to get bad. We're taught and, always taught and always encouraged to think that even the bad things are good. Not that maybe the good things are bad. However, what Hazalah teaching us over here is a very uh, insightful point. It might very well have been that the story of Hanukkah with its attendant miracles might have been something that took the Jewish people to a place that they did not want to be. That they did not hope to be. We know that there's an idea that we say all the time in the Torah, which means that the Jewish people became fat. We had everything good in our lives. And what happened because we had everything good? Shamanta, Avita, Kasita. You got fat, you got corpulent. I love that word. right? And then you kicked, you kicked Hashem to the curb because suddenly you didn't need him. When when you know when everything's terrible, we're praying to God. Sometimes it's riches and having everything go your way is actually acts as a crowbar to pull you away from God. And not only that, by the way, it's not just between us and God, it's also between us and the people in our lives. Go do research and check out what happens invariably to people who win the lottery. They're estranged from their families. They wind up committing suicide. I'm telling you, crazy stuff. 50%. Why? Because suddenly they have so much good in their lives, there's no purpose to work. They find no, no reason to get out of bed in the morning. There, there's no immediate need that they need to tend to. Says the Gemara, when the, these ne, these wonderful miracles happened, that the Jewish people got out from under the Greek rule, and suddenly they didn't need to fight for their survival, and they were comfortable, sometimes comfort can be the worst disease that a human being can experience. Because we stop fighting. We stop being aware. There's a hyper-awareness that happens when a person on some level is under attack. Sidduch khamim you know what? beautiful? You had a miracle? Stanna, like they say in Arabic. Shwayye, wait, slowly. Let's see what happens. lishana acheret. Today we went all crazy, we outfitted the Beit HaMikdash, we cleaned it, everyone's pumped, we're all singing our tour. What's, what's gonna happen next year? What's it gonna look like next year? What an unbelievable idea. So the word Chanukah, along from the word Chanukh which means they rested on the 25th, it also comes from an expression of chinuch, of education. But not just education, which means limud, like teaching. The word Chanukah is expressed with children, Chinuch Banim. It's expressed with Chanukat Abayit, you educate your house. Chanukat we had the Chanukah of the Mizbeach, of the altar. What does it mean? How do you educate a house or educate an altar? And the answer is that one of the most misunderstood elements of raising children, of raising students, of influencing people is that you're going to educate them. I'm going to put this knowledge that I have in my head, and I'm going to put it in your head. And now that my knowledge is in your head, now you're going to do what I want you to do, because now you know what I know. Ridiculous. My knowledge in your head doesn't seem the same to you as it seems to me, because my knowledge in my head is surrounded by all the other elements that put that piece of knowledge In its place. And let me explain what this means. Very deep idea. How many times you have a parent comes to a child and says, Rohi, sweetheart, beracha." very important. Do you know what it means? When you make a beracha, when you say amen, you know what kind of blessings you have. Now, in his brain, that piece of information is very important. You know why? Because he has a wonderful, loving, close, emotional, intellectual relationship with God. When you have that relationship with God, then the words important to God make a difference to you. The words blessing, the words berakha, that we will experience, you know, heavenly, that makes a difference to you. Try and explain that or have that be valuable to someone who doesn't have the context within which that bit of knowledge is plugged in and suddenly that knowledge in his head means something very different to him than it means to you. No, my friends, the word chinuch means something else. It means to prepare. Chinuch means to prepare. You know, I love talking about this. If you know anything about Italian restaurants that make pizza, what they do is they take the stone that they cook the pizza on, and before they cook their first pizza, they rub garlic and basil and all these things into the stone. They cook on it, and eventually, when the stone has absorbed these flavors, they then put the pizza on it, and they make a pizza that's infused with all of these flavors. We cannot educate. You can't put an idea in someone else's head. You can't teach someone. What you can do is prepare the ground for them. That when the time comes and they're ready and they're in that space and they have that bit of knowledge, now they can see where that bit of knowledge goes. Chanukata <laughs> HaBayit means that you prepare your house. When you prepare your house, to be a place which is conducive to Torah, <clears throat> then the study of Torah in that house is possible to occur. So when we have a Chanukah tabayt, the first thing we do before we move in is, what do we do? We bring a minyan to the house, we do a whole sorts of reading, we make berachot out loud, the rabbi comes, he gives a devar Torah, and now I taught the house, I gave chinuch to the house, that when it comes time, someone says, I want to study that's that's not a weird thing. This is something that you would do in the house. That's the first thing that you did there, okay? If you have pictures on the wall, uh, I've been into people's homes. I can't even tell you, I felt like I needed sunglasses. There's a picture on the wall of a woman wearing no clothes. Why? Why does that need to be there? Why are you having this in your home? That's a chinuch, the other way around of the bayit. You're making the house a place where Torah, mitzvot, sensitivity to religious ideals are chased away. For what? For what? What benefit did you possibly have by putting something that's inappropriate like that up on the walls? What books are out? I say to people all the time, you have a library of sefarim, everybody's got one, but it's tucked away in a closet. What's visible in your home is your TV, and what's hidden in your home is your sefarim. Your kids, when you walk in, they should see the Jewish books. I don't care if they're in Hebrew, I don't care if they're in English, but the house is mechunach, it's prepared for Torah. The beta HaMikdash, the same way, everything about the concept of chinuch is like this. The halakha with menorah is very pardoned upon illuminating. The halakha is that when you light the menorah, you're supposed to hold the candle there. What does the pasuk say? When you raise up the candles, not when you light them, when you raise them up. The Gemara expounds on that word when you raise them up. You don't light candles, you raise them up. You hold the candle at the flame, at the wick, until the flame has already gone all the way up by itself. You know when you light it sometimes and you pull it away too quickly and it goes out? You leave the candle there long enough that the flame is capable of being self-sufficient. Rabotai, that is our job. When we raise children, when we raise students, we want to influence someone in the office, is to try, not to push, but to make something available, to prepare the ground. That when the time comes, if as an example, you try and tell someone a to Devar Torah that you never had time for the whole year, to think the guy's going to listen to a word you have to say, if you smile every day that you meet him, and he sees this is a nice person, if when your holidays come around, whether he's Jewish or non-Jewish, and you buy him a present, the guy thinks, wow, this guy's got, there's something about this guy. He's got life figured out. He's got it right. And then when you tell him something, a bit of wisdom for life, there's a chance that he might actually listen. We should be Hashem to constantly be the bringers of light into this world. Baruch Adonai amen, Amen.